Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. This one's going to be a good one. We're doing our final top 100 for PPR. I'm going to be manually uh, filling this out as we go along. We got Sports Dog in the chat room saying this is the one show he's been waiting for. I'm excited to. Uh, this is be. This is the last draft prep show for 2021. We'll be doing Week One stuff next week. So super excited about that. Uh, but what I'm going to do is we're going to hop into a screen share here, and I just have the Google Sheets pulled up. And what I did was I just made a list. I have like my top quarterbacks, tight ends, receivers, and, and running backs. So we're just going to kind of go through and just have ourselves a little draft. So it should be a lot of fun. I think we're going to make the first few picks relatively quick. I'm going to probably reference my uh, my projection document as we go along. Uh, but for me, it's, it's not even close. Christian McCaffrey is the first pick. He's got a good 45 uh, to 50 points on the next best player. So we're going to go ahead and run Christian McCaffrey in here at the 101 and when it comes to the like the number two overall pick it's you know it's a preference call i think i have dalvin cook and alvin Kamara uh neck and neck if you look at my let me go to the running back rankings here i have cook and Kamara separated by a mere seven points uh and then derrick henry's just four points behind Kamara. like you could legit make a case for any of these guys uh but there's a clear tier break from the top four guys to ezekiel elliott so i'm gonna go ahead and run in the top four running backs as i have them i think dalvin Cook in Minnesota could be a lot of fun. I have him as number two. I just like him because I know he's going to uh, just his rushing upside is so huge. And if he stays healthy, it's going to be a lot of fun. The Saints, uh, I have Alvin Kamara here as my running back three. So we're going to slide him into there. Uh, let me zoom in a little bit more so you guys can kind of see what we're working with here. Uh, and then after that, we're going to go Derrick Henry. Uh, and those are the first four running backs that I think off off the board makes sense to me. Uh, again, you can have Kamara at two. I think between Cook and Kamara, those are likely the top. Uh, you know, the top three picks, CMC, Cook, Kamara, and Derrick Henry in there. Uh, and then at number five, if you're sitting at the five spot, I think you have a lot of thinking to do. You could go ahead and get Devontae Adams, the first receiver off the board. You could get Travis Kelsey if you wanted to get a tight end in there. And then for running backs, the way I have it ranked is I have Ezekiel Elliott, Aaron Jones, Saquon Barkley. Uh, but for me, the advantage of taking a Devontae Adams, who if we go to my rankings here and we just look at the flex rankings, uh, and again, this is so this is just all running backs, wideouts, and tight ends. And then I filtered it by fantasy points. Devontae Adams is technically my number two scorer. So I'm gonna go ahead and uh if I think if you have the five spot, you really have to consider taking Devontae Adams here. So we're gonna go ahead and put him uh at the five spot. <clears throat> if we look back at the uh, the PPR flex rankings, I do have Tyree Kill and Stefan Diggs up here as well. <clears throat> so it makes sense to consider those guys there. But uh, I do think oh, there's Justin. And yeah, we got a brand new TikTok. If you guys want to check it out, I'm just doing some quick videos. I'm going to try to do, I don't know, just quick nuggets and things like that. I'll probably do waiver wire and some things on the, uh, the TikTok throughout the this, this season. But we're going to be putting some videos out there and trying to grow uh, that as well. So check out the Fantasy Fellowships uh, TikTok. I did put a link in the description below. But uh, if you do have the sixth overall pick, it's it's quite a of a of a uh, you have to think about it. Do you want a running back? I do have Ezekiel Elliott down here. He's my RB five as my thirteenth in the PPR flex rankings. Aaron Jones, Saquon Barkley, Chubb, <clears throat> and a lot of these running backs are down here. Whereas I have most of the wide receivers floating at the top. But I think what I'm going to do here is I might I guess I'm going to put Travis Kelsey at number six because he's kind of an outlier at his position. I don't care if you want to take him uh, fifth or sixth overall. I do think Devontae Adams needs to go ahead of him. Uh, but in terms of fantasy football, you think about the Chiefs offense, you could take Tyreek or Kelsey. I just think with the scarcity of the tight end position, I'm going to go ahead and put Travis Kelsey at number six. That's probably as high as I'd be comfortable 
comfortable taking him. Uh, so then we have a decision. Do we go ahead and start, you know, hammering some of these receivers in the mid first, or do we go ahead and, and take the, you know, Ezekiel Elliott, Aaron Jones? I think for me, because of the scarcity of really, really good running backs, I'm going to probably put Ezekiel Elliott and Aaron Jones uh, just a tier above. I, I really like, if you guys watched my stuff before, we really like the Dallas Cowboys offense as well as the Green Bay Packers. <clears throat> um, interestingly enough, Aaron Jones, is just, he's kind of disrespected. He was the running back five last year. In 2019, he was the running back two. And I see sometimes he falls, you know, to like, 12th 11th overall so i think to get aaron jones at number eight you're feeling really really good about that and then after this i have questions you know with saquon barkley and the giants Najee harris in the offensive line nick chubb and his lack of receiving game i think all the running backs that i have here are going to have significant workloads uh in the passing game you know of course besides derrick henry uh but these guys are going to be bell cows for their team and i want to get those guys on my team so after this uh we're going to Pivot wide receivers. Let's go Tyree Kill and Stefan Diggs and get these guys here at our 9 10 spots. And uh, I don't know, we're moving here to the back end of the first round. We're not going to think about quarterback yet. We're still waiting on some tight ends. So at this point, <clears throat> I mean, I think this is where you probably pull a Saquon Barkley, a Najee Harris, a Nick Chubb, uh, even Antonio Gibson, Austin Eckler, Joe Mixon, Jonathan Taylor, like this whole string of running backs. I think you can make a case, uh, especially like Saquon Barkley at 11. Um, you can get you can get Nick Chubb at 12. You can get Jonathan Taylor in this range. So uh, I don't care which you know running back you prefer to have, but I think I'm going to put in this whole block of running backs because those guys are all, to me, uh, they're for sure top 12, top 13 running backs. And when it gets to coming making decisions versus Calvin Ridley, A.J. Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, I'm probably going to take some of those guys over this, so I might split this in half, actually. Let's go ahead and put... I'm going to put Saquon Barkley and Najee Harris in there because I know that these guys are bell cows. They're both going to be used very significantly. Saquon Barkley, again, that injury. We don't know how many carries and touches he's going to get to start the year, but I think he's still warranting uh, warranting a first-round pick. And then Najee Harris, I love him at the 12 spot. So then the decision is between Calvin Ridley, Nick Chubb, Antonio Gibson. Uh, there's, you know, there's questions with these, these four running backs, Chubb, Gibson, Eckler, and Mixon. Uh, of course, Nick Chubb doesn't catch the ball very much. Antonio Gibson, uh, we still don't know what's going on with J.D. McKissick and how you know, efficient is this offense going to be. Austin Eckler doesn't score goal line touchdowns. Joe Mixon doesn't appear to be healthy, but Mixon's got a huge workload in store for him. So if we just look at the, the PPR flex rankings. I mean, I got, I got Calvin Ridley here as my seventh best player, AJ Brown, Hopkins, Metcalf as my nine, 10th, 11th, even Justin Jefferson's up here at 14. And you don't see some of these running backs that I was talking about until the bottom end. Um, but to get these guys in the second round, I really don't think there's that much difficulty with where you want to rank them. I'm going to go ahead and put, uh, I'm going to put Calvin Ridley, AJ Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, and, and BK Metcalf Mm, let's split it up. Let's let's do Calvin Ridley by himself. I think he's got some of the best upside. And then we'll get some of these running backs in here. We're going to go with, uh, we'll just do this whole block of Chubb, Gibson, Eckler, Mixon, and Jonathan Taylor. And then after that, like I'm, I'm, we're probably going to wait for these running backs to come off the board. These guys all are kind of round three running backs for me. And uh, as we get to the back end of the second round, I'm still not interested in Waller or Kittle. We're not taking a quarterback. So I'm going to fill you know, these, these wide receivers in here, A.J. Brown, Hopkins, D.K. Metcalf, and Justin Jefferson. So let's go ahead and slide those guys in there. And then we're basically done with the second round. So um, if, if you wanted to get a little nitpicky, you can move some of these receivers. Like if you're going to take A.J. Brown over Jonathan Taylor, 
Joe Mixon, Austin Eckler. I'm fine with that. And I might actually consider doing that because AJ Brown, like you're, you're getting a potential. I have him here ranked as my ninth best player. You compare that to a Jonathan Taylor. He's my 24th ranked player in a PPR format. So let me actually kind of tinker this up a little bit. If we just undo that, let's move Jonathan Taylor. Um, and we'll move Joe Mixon. Let's move Jonathan Taylor and Joe Mixon because I think those guys both have questions. Uh, what I'm going to do is let's uh, let's kind of lock in here. We're gonna we're gonna go AJ Brown and DeAndre Hopkins. I, I, it's hard for me because I I kind of view these guys all in a cluster. So I'm going to take uh, these three receivers, put them there. We'll move Joe Mixon and Jonathan Taylor at the back end there, and then uh, let's put Justin Jefferson there at 22. So uh, I'm just I'm I'm not super excited about Jonathan Taylor. He does look best as your running back too, but I just think there's some guys here. AJ Brown can't miss on AJ Brown. DK Metcalf we can't really miss on a lot of these guys. That uh, I took there above him. So now we're at the the 23rd overall pick. Still not interested in quarterback. Darren Waller, maybe Darren Waller. Do we want to take Allen Robinson, Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin over him? Or is maybe this is David Montgomery and James Robinson, um, you know, territory to finish the end of this tier here. And Saquon Barkley, I, he hasn't played in any preseason games. I know he's been practicing with the team. Um, so he has been doing some work. I just don't know if they have been giving him uh, the full amount of carries and the full, you know, the RB1 workload uh, that a typical back would get. So they're still kind of easing him in. It sounds like for week one, he's, he's probably going to be on a pitch count or a snap count. So that's why I'm a little bit nervous of Saquon Barkley uh, to get him at the 11th overall pick. Uh, it, it does make me a little bit nervous, but if, if you're patient with Saquon Barkley, it's fine. I think the best way to navigate Saquon Barkley is if you want him on your team and he falls into the first round, you almost have to back him up with another running back just so you have two stud ones. And then I would view Barkley as my running back too. But if, if you come, came away with Saquon Barkley in the first and Antonio Gibson in the second, I think that's that's a really smart way to kind of just hedge your bet with Saquon and just uh, basically just slot him at the RB2 spot and he'll get up to speed eventually. So uh, we have two more picks here to make. I do think, I think Darren Waller sticks out a little bit. I'm going to slide him here. This is probably where I would be going to think about him uh, because the receivers in this range I think Allen Robinson, Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin are all in a big tier for me. These guys are fringe top 10, top 12 wide receivers. Um, so let's go ahead. Let's let's go ahead and move those guys in because I'm a little bit more excited about them. Uh, and then we can probably think about some of these running backs. David Montgomery and James Robinson are my next two guys up. Montgomery was the running back four last year, and not much has changed with this offense. Tariq Cohen's still not, I think he's on the pup list. He's not going to be playing for at least six weeks. They did bring in Damian Williams, but that, I don't think that's going to take away too much from Montgomery. So uh, especially when when Justin Fields takes uh, the starting role from Andy Dalton, uh, it's always a good thing when uh, a running back gets a running quarterback as his kind of counterpart. Montgomery could have looked really nice. So I have him at the beginning of the third round. James Robinson's going to get the volume in Jacksonville. Go ahead and take him. Uh, fringe top 30 player this year. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Chris Carson. There's still some questions with some of these guys. I do like a lot of the receivers. I feel better about you know getting a Chris Godwin, Robert Woods, Deontay Johnson, CeeDee Lamb on my team. Um, so what I'm going to do here is we're going to rifle off these four wide receivers. And I, I, I'm higher than most people on Chris Godwin. I think people forget uh, just how good Chris Godwin really is. 
in 2019, he was the wide receiver too with Jameis Winston. And last year he was dinged up a little bit. He did play 12 games, but he averaged 15.9 points. Uh, and then you can see down towards the, the back end of the season is where he got a little bit more consistent. Uh, this is, you know, this is a, a fringe top 10 receiver. If he eliminates some of these not so great games and you're getting a 13, 19, a 30 and 18, you're feeling a lot better. So I like Chris Godwin quite a bit. Robert Woods, you want a piece of the LA Rams offense. And then Deontay Johnson, one of my favorite sleepers. I'd take him uh, pretty early here. So we're, we're getting into the, the nuts and bolts of the third round. I'm going to go ahead and slide Chris Carson and Clyde Edwards Hilaire into the mix. Still not thinking about quarterback. Uh, I do think George Kittle probably deserves a spot here in the third round. So let's go ahead and slide him into the mix. And uh, now we got we got one more pick left in the third round. I don't really like the Josh Jacobs, DeAndre Swift, Miles Sanders tier. Those guys are probably more back into the fourth round for me. We're probably going to start pulling off a lot of these wide receivers. still think it's too early for Kyle Pitts. It's too early for Mahomes and Kyler Murray. Um, so we're going to wait on these guys. I think if you get Cup, Lockett, Cooper, Evans, DJ Moore, uh, this is a pretty nasty tier. Uh, these guys can all be drafted <clears throat> as your wide receiver too. They're going to have wide receiver one weeks. Um, so that kind of, that basically completes our top 40 and uh, it's feeling pretty good there. So these guys are all for me, wide receiver twos, some of the running backs on the board, Jacob Swift, Sanders, probably Gus Edwards too. That's like the next group of running backs that I really like. Uh, but at this point, most of the studs are off the board. We do see Kyle Pitts here. You see Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray. Uh, maybe at this point is when, if this was how a draft would go, maybe this is when I look into taking a quarterback. Uh, but I'm going to stress with this video that I like to wait for quarterback. So we're going to push those guys down just a little bit. So for me, what do we do here? Uh, to get a running back two in Josh Jacobs, uh, let's go ahead and look here. I wanna, I'm going to pull up FF today again. I just want to show you guys some of the value uh, versus, you know, if you take a, a running back two, so let's go to PPR here. And I just want to look like, so last year, the running back number two, just call it RB, we're kind of about RB 18 right now. He averaged about 12 to 14 points per game. Uh, and then if we look at the receivers in this range, uh, go down to the 20th wide receiver, Robbie Anderson. He averaged 14 points, and you can even go down a little bit more, and you're still going to see some some higher averages here. So I think it does make sense to take wide receivers uh, in this range, especially. So guys like Brandon Ayuk, Juju Smith-Schuster, even Tyler Boyd, Adam Thielen, T. Higgins, like a lot of these guys have top 25 upside, and I think I'm very excited to do so. Uh, so what we're going to do is – hmm. I mean, you're probably going to be able to get those guys in the fifth round, but just in terms of who I'm liking this year, I would take a lot of these wide receivers over these running backs. So I'm going to stay true to my board here. We're going to include Jerry Judy in this too. So let's go ahead and put these guys in here as potential top 25 wide receivers. There are some really fun wide receivers here, but I view these guys more as wide receiver threes. The rest of the guys that I just put in here, I think they can function as your wide receiver two. Let's go ahead and get... Uh, Again, the running backs, Jacobs, Swift, Miles Sanders, Gus Edwards, we're paying for a running back too at this point, which again, those guys average maybe 12 to 14 points. I feel pretty good about these wide receivers hitting 12 to 14 points, if not more. Um, so to me, this pick is kind of between Kyle Pitts, maybe a quarterback. Uh, let's go ahead and slide. Uh, I'm going to put Pitts and Hawkinson together in the same tier. Um, Pitts has more yards after catch upside, but Hawkinson's going to be peppered with targets. So I, I, I really like both these guys. Uh, I'd consider taking them at the, you know, the four or five turn in a 12 man draft. 
And then I think, let's see here. I mean, who's likely going to change your draft? Is it going to be Jacob Swift or Sanders versus a Mahomes, Kyler Murray, or a Josh Allen? I'm just going to put my top three quarterbacks off the board here. If any of these guys linger, again, this is pick number 49. So this is in a 12-man league. This is the first pick of the fifth round. If any of these guys are in the fifth round, I think that's where I'm really liking the quarterbacks. Uh, and then for me, if you're in the fifth round and you see <clears throat> Jacob Swift, Sanders, Gus Edwards, this is where I begin to like the value for these running backs. So I'm going to slide those guys there into the fifth round. Um, and then we're, uh, I don't know, at this point in the draft, like we can get some really fun players. I really like the quarterbacks here. These guys can all change your, your draft for you since you wait for them. Mark Andrews does feel a little bit too early yet, uh, but some of these receivers are looking a lot of fun, uh, whether that's Julio Jones, LaVisca, Robbie Anderson, Chase Claypool. I think this is probably my next tier of players that we're going to slide in here at the end of the fifth round. Uh, we got one more player to throw in there. We'll throw Mark Andrews in there because he's kind of the end of like the top tier tight end. So now we're through five rounds. We got a few more picks to make here. Uh, I've been telling people my favorite round start thinking of them is in the sixth round. You could be drafting guys like Mike Davis, Daryl Henderson, uh, even Damian Harris, Javante Williams, some of these high upside running back twos. Um, so that does make sense to me. I think what I'm going to do, though, is maybe, and again, I absolutely love this tier of quarterbacks. Let me look at this real quick. I'm trying to pull up my quarterback rankings. So I'm going to tell you guys the difference from, so we had Mahomes, Murray, and Allen go off the board together. And then my quarterback four is Aaron Rodgers. And if we go down to Justin Herbert, or even Tom Brady for that matter, Brady I have at 348 total points. I have Aaron Rodgers at 377. So that's a difference of 30 points in a 17-game schedule. That's a difference of two points. So like if you if you wanted to wait um, you know, for the end of the tier, Herbert or Tom Brady, you're only losing maybe a point or two uh, on the value. So I like all those quarterbacks. Maybe we push those guys down a little bit. And... The, yeah, the Aaron Aaron Jones and Ezekiel Elliott, like people are kind of sleeping on both those guys, I think, this year. Sometimes Ezekiel Elliott falls just a little bit too far for me. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna shuffle these guys, uh these guys down the list just a little bit here so they're all on the same screen for us. At this point for tight end, if you've missed one of the top tight ends being the top six or so. Uh, you're probably going to wait till empty, wait for, uh, you know, some of these guys like Tunyon, Ferks, or Janu. Um, Logan Thomas, I like a lot, but we'll see where we slate him in there. Um, so the sixth round, we're getting to some fun names here in the draft. You got Gallup, Corey Davis, Odell Beckham, Jamar Chase. Uh, that's probably the end of the tier for me there. So I'm going to slide these four wide receivers in the beginning of the sixth round. This is probably where, again, so here's here's where names way heavy for me. Um, who's going to who's gonna change my season more, Aaron Rodgers or Mike Davis? Is it going to be Russell Wilson or Daryl Henderson? I'm probably taking a quarterback over some of these running backs. Um, so what I think I'm going to do here is let's go ahead and put Rodgers, Russell Wilson, and Lamar Jackson just a little bit ahead of the other guys and slide them there into the mid-sixth round. And as we're looking at it, this is where some of the running backs start to look fun. Um, I think I prefer taking a chance on Damian Harris or Javante Williams. Um, so let me slide those guys in here at the – the end of the sixth round. Um, Logan Thomas, Tyler Higby don't stick out yet for me. Kareem Hunt, Miles Gaskin. Maybe Miles Gaskin can come off the board here. That looks like a good running back to take in the sixth round if he's there. Basically the end of the sixth. Um, 
Let me see what we got here. My friend got this trade, gave up Cooks and Tyrell Williams and got Chase and Damian Harris. Oh, man, he robbed him. Cooks and Tyrell Williams for Jamar Chase and Damian Harris. I mean, we just put we just put Chase and Damian Harris in the sixth round. I think Brandon Cooks and Tyrell Williams might not even make my top 100. Uh, I do have Cooks here on my list, but whew. yeah. So we got uh, we got some of the quarterbacks in there, uh, but now we're getting to uh, some tough decisions. We're at about pick number 70. Uh, do we take a Dak Prescott, Justin Herbert here in the 70s? I'm still not really trusting the tight ends, but maybe some of these uh, these running backs should come off the board. I'm going to move Ronald Jones down here a little bit. People aren't really as high as on him. Um, let's go ahead and put Mike Davis and Daryl Henderson. I think people are going to be using them as running back twos to start the year. That just gives us a nice tier of running back twos here. Um, maybe now let's kind of throw in those quarterbacks too. You got Dak Prescott, Herbert, and Tom Brady. I just think I've been telling people from the beginning, if you wait to the seventh round, so in a 12-team league, pick number 73, that's the beginning of the seventh round, you can get some, someone's going to be there, whether it's Dak, Herbert, or Tom Brady. One of these guys will fall to you in the seventh round. Uh, that's pretty much a guarantee, unless you're just quarterback crazy. But uh, this is a lot of fun so far. We're moving into the seventh round. And yes, I think a lot of people are sleeping on Ronald Jones. Let's go ahead and pull up. I just want to show you guys some of the Ronald Jones stats from last season. And I, I don't get why people are super excited about a guy like Leonard Fournette. Ronald Jones was the running back 19 already last season. He almost rushed for 1,000 yards. Uh, let's look at some of his game logs last year. So uh, week one against New Orleans, 17 carries. You see a seven. That was a little bit frustrating. He didn't get the touchdown. But 13, 20, 17, 23, 13. A seven and three, not exactly what you want to see. But then there's 23, 10, 9, 18, 12. So he's he's going to lead this team in carries. His, his receiving target might not be as high as it was last year. But you look at his numbers. Uh, a lot of double-digit games. He had one. Well, 9.3 from your running back, too, that you can get in the 7th or 8th round is not that bad. Uh, but 10, 10, 9, 18, 15, 26, 10. The 8 and the – I can deal with the 8.6. The 4.8 and the 2.4 are a little bit troublesome. But uh, for the most part, I like 80% of the time, you're probably going to be happy with what Ronald Jones puts on the field. And Tampa Bay is going to win a lot of games. They're going to be running the ball a lot. So uh, for me, guys like Kareem Hunt, Ronald Jones – Maybe we'll, let's let's include uh, these are probably the some of the last running backs that I would want to consider as a running back too. So we're gonna make this tier here in the seventh round. I have Kareem Hunt, Ronald Jones, James Conner, Chase Edmonds, and Raheem Mostert. Uh, I think all these guys can function as a running back two or a flex running back for you. They look you know great on your bench if you can get. I mean, there's a legit chance that you could draft. You know, three of these running backs, rounds six, seven, eight, and nine, or something like that, and end up with a, a pretty good stable of backs. Good idea for my draft actually is too possible for wide up for first, second rounds. Yes, if you if you wanted to, uh, I mean, if you have the opportunity to build a nasty wideout group of, say, Tyreek Hill and Calvin Ridley, I think you gotta you gotta at least consider doing it. And then when you're in the third round. The opportunity to get even a Chris Carson, a Clyde Edwards-Alaire to fall to you wouldn't be a bad idea. And yeah, if you do get a Montgomery or James Robinson to fall, that's a slam dunk. I got those guys as top 30 players. Uh, but worst case scenario, you're probably looking at a Chris Carson or a Clyde Edwards-Alaire as your running back one. And then you can kind of hammer these um, some of these running backs that we were just talking about a little bit later and then have a competition for your RB2 spot. 
So uh, this is the top 100. We are going, we have 20 more spots left. We're 80, 80 picks through right now. I just want to kind of shuffle all these guys down together and we can kind of see which names hold a little bit more weight than the other names. I think at quarterback right now, <clears throat> Jalen Hurts, Ryan Tannehill, Matthew Stafford, uh, Matt Ryan, Tua Tagovailoa. Those names are looking kind of fun, but they're more, these guys are all kind of quarterback twos for the most part. I'm still not sure if any tight ends separate themselves for me uh, on this list. Maybe some receive. Maybe we get some receivers off the board. Marvin Jones, Cortland Sutton, Debo Samuel, Antonio Brown, Jacoby Myers. I'm going to put all these guys here, potential wide receiver threes on the list. Uh, and again, this is we, we kind of just finished the seventh round. Now we're entering the eighth. If you can get Antonio Brown, say you miss on Chris Godwin or Mike Evans, I think Antonio Brown presents a lot of upside as your wide receiver three. Or basically at this point of the draft, you're putting him on your bench as a guy that you can just pull up every now and then. So I like that quite a bit. Uh, but what what else starts to make sense here? Michael Pittman Jr., DJ Chark, Braden Cooks, Marquez Callaway. I like a lot of these high upside guys. Are they going to change your season for you? Probably not. Like these guys, you know, these guys are going to be in the in their best case scenario. These guys are top thirty receivers, top thirty six. Um, some of the quarterbacks available, Jalen Hurts, if he he was a top five quarterback a lot in the last few uh, weeks of the year when he played. So maybe Jalen Hurts and Ryan Tannehill and Matt Stafford stick out. Let's get these guys in here because they can be quarterback ones this season that holds a lot of weight. You could be starting those guys for sure if you wait on quarterback. Um, let's see here. Logan Thomas, Tyler Higby, Noah Fant, Robert Tunyon. I'm going to go ahead and put these guys because if you, if you just want to say, I'm going to take my tight end in the eighth round. One of these guys should be here. You're going to plug in a starting roster spot. Logan Thomas excites me the most. Tyler Higby, now that Gerald Everett's out of town, he could be back into a really big workload. Noah Fant with Teddy Bridgewater, that's going to be more efficient for him. And then people are sleeping on Robert Tunyon. This team's going to score a lot of touchdowns in Green Bay. So Tunyon can be uh, a fun tight like, Robert Tunyon's almost the same as Mark Andrews for me, just less volume. Probably more touchdowns than Mark Andrews. We'll see. Could be a lot of fun. So we have... Looks like seven more spots left to fill in this draft. Maybe this is where you you take some of these high upside wide receivers. I mean, Jamal Williams, Naheem Hines, Zach Moss, Kenyon Drake, A.J. Dillon. Uh, some of the rookie running backs are fun here. Trey Sermon. I just don't know if any of these guys are going to change your draft for you. Uh, but Michael Pittman, you know, he could be the, the clear-cut wide receiver one here for Indianapolis. Let's put him on the list. I think the Marquez Callaway hype needs to be recognized one more time. So I'm going to put him there. I'd rather have Callaway than Cooks or DJ Chark. You're getting a potential wide receiver one, which is why I'm pairing him with Pittman here. Anybody else make sense? I mean, Cooks could be the number one. Maybe Devonta Smith needs to make the list here. He's going to be a fun option there in Philadelphia. Um, I mean, John Smith, like some of these tight ends, they probably don't need to be in our top 100. Uh, but some of these running backs probably do. Um, how many spots we have left to fill here? Five. I'm going to put Jalen Waddle in there. I think he's going to be the starting slot receiver for Tua. That could be a really fruitful position. We're talking end of the eighth round, beginning of the ninth round, Tua Tagle by low as your number four receiver. That could be a lot of uh, interesting spots there. But let's let's probably – we got four more spots to fill here. I really like the idea of Zach Moss, A.J. Dillon, Trey Sermon. I'm going to put Trey Sermon on the list. I think he's a guy that if you just want to pencil into the ninth round, just be patient with him. We know it's a matter of time before Raheem Mostert gets something nicked up and Trey Sermon can uh, take a full workload. They just, 
Interestingly enough, the 49ers decided to let go of the backup running back there. His name's escaping me, Wayne Gallman. So they really only have two good, healthy backs, Sermon and Mostert. So I like taking a shot on him there. Uh, let's go ahead and add Zach Moss to this list. Because uh, he's going to lead the Buffalo Bills in running back snaps and probably be, he's going to be the goal line back as well. They just paid Josh Allen a bunch of money. I don't know if they want to be ramming Josh Allen into the, the goal line much anymore. And then A.J. Dillon, once you get to the 100th overall pick, I get, again, I, as much as I love Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon will have a small role. He's probably going to get a target or two per game. He's probably going to get five, six carries per game, kind of like how Jamal Williams was last year. But you saw when Jones did miss some time, people were starting Jamal Williams as a top 15 running back. So A.J. Dillon, he is probably one of those handcuffed guys that has some standalone value. If you have to start him for a week for bye weeks, it's, it's worth a shot. So A.J. Dillon makes our top 100. And then our last player to make our top 100. Who do we want it to be? I kind of like Tua Tagovailoa. I think he could be a guy that changes people's season. Because if you wait on quarterback and uh, you get a Tua as you're as in the 10th or 9th round, like you're looking at somebody that could throw two or three touchdowns per game. Um, maybe not three, but he could you know flirt with 30-some touchdowns this season. Some of the tight ends, uh, they're all kind of the same player. Uh, maybe DJ Tark, Brandon Cooks, but again, I'm not sure I like what's going on uh, in both those offenses right now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put Tua Tagovailoa here as my last and final option for the top 100, and uh, now we just sit with it. Um, some of the guys that just missed it, I love waiting for Ferks or Johnu Smith. Like some of these tight ends, like if you wait for empty on tight end. You can draft a Ferkser and Jonu Smith in the 10th and 11th round and call it a good tight end duo. Uh, you could technically wait for Matt Ryan and Tua Tagovailoa as your starting quarterbacks and just play matchups. If you want to wait till empty on running back, Jamal Williams might be the week one starter as DeAndre Swift still getting his conditioning done. Naheem Hines, James White, these guys are both PPR kind of satellite backs that can be, you know, you whip them out and maybe they catch four balls in that game. They could get eight to 10 points as a floor. Uh, so I like both their, you know, their floors. Kenyon Drake's kind of the same thing. We just don't know how he's going to look first season with the Raiders. We'll see how he does as a PPR back for us. Uh, but these guys, I don't know if they're going to change your season unless there's an injury to their starter. Kind of like AJ Dillon. Like these guys are more catching. AJ Dillon's more running. Uh, and then all this, this huge cluster of wide receivers. I'm not sure I'm interested in Kenny Galladay. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling is one of my favorite sleeper wide receivers you can get in the 13th, 14th round. Uh, but Darnell Mooney, Mike Williams, even DJ Chark and Brandon Cooks begin to look good in the 10th round. So um, I don't know. That's uh, that's the top 100 in about 30 minutes here. So I think I'm going to I'm gonna log out for this one. I will be traveling. I have my home draft in Green Bay this weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's a super flex league. We also have the Fellowship Free League draft on Monday night. I still am torn. I don't know if I'm going to do a live stream for that. I might maybe pop in for 10, 15 minutes, stream the first round or two, and then get to business. But uh, that's it. Thank you, guys. Um, put a lot of work into the summer, getting you guys ready for the draft. So I hope everything helps. Uh, it's it's fun for me to kind of just have something to put out and get some feedback on it and make sure I'm kind of going along in the right direction. But uh, it seems like anyone that got the 2021 draft kit had a good time. Still the last chance to get it. I'll take it down uh, sometime next week. But uh, starting probably Tuesday night, I'm going to take a peek at the week one schedule, start to look at some injury reports and start ranking some of these, you know, these players that we're going to be using for week one. So it's Thursday night, last Thursday of no football. So we made it. 
super thankful for everyone that uh, has watched the, the fellowship grow. So I appreciate you guys for watching. Have a good rest of your night. Good week. Have a good weekend too. Good luck with your drafts. Uh, we'll be in touch if you guys need to get a hold of me. All the links are down there. So thank you guys so much. Have a good one. Peace.